0: to episode 182 of Manage the Wilds. I'm Nick Madsen. Yesterday I um, got in touch with a biologist in the area that I live and asked if I could uh, go along and if he was doing any classifying for pre-hunt and he uh, invited me along today. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, The plan was, as we talked about it last night, And then this morning, when we left, uh, I woke up at 4.30, so we could be the area in time for sunrise, or that half hour before sunrise, uh, when you start seeing uh, the movement of these animals. And we were planning on classifying um, in an area because he had an elk collar that he needed to retrieve. So I picked his brain about the uh, elk collar. It was a yearling bull elk, that had died Tuesday, sometime Tuesday, I'm not sure when it actually died, but it was sometime Tuesday, and uh, he wanted to go in and retrieve it as quick as possible, Um, and I asked him, I said, you know, do you know what caused it, what do you think caused it, and he said, I have no idea. We're not usually losing a lot of yearlings at this time, so the only thing that he could really think of was it was either injured, you know, caught in a fence, or predation, um, disease in this area for elk wasn't really a possibility. So we traveled to the area and as we got close um, we realized that we'd actually be able to drive within a couple hundred yards. Ended up being about 100-150 yards that we drove to. But as we were going along we were classifying and what was interesting is we saw more animals on the highway than when we got to the area that we were starting to classify and ultimately we didn't see a single mule deer which for this area is just like unbelievable because i was very close or i was pretty close to this area yesterday and i saw four points and does i saw elk i saw just a whole lot of vegetation and so for me it was just unbelievable that we didn't see anything So we uh, used uh, Map, got as close to the GPS location as we could when we drove up there and we started to walk in on it. We come over a ridge and there laying next to the tree was this dead elk. And when you came across it, you could see the lower half of the body was ripped wide open. Stomach contents were strewn out across the ground and you couldn't see the front end. And as we started looking for the head... Um, we realized that it had been covered, and immediately we both had the same thing. The biologist said, this is definitely a cougar kill. So we pulled the head out, uh, drug the body out uh, of the pile that it had been buried in. He reached in and fished out the head, and we got the collar off. He then grabbed the head, flipped it over, and where the decay hadn't started, because it was full of maggots on the front end, and the decay, and on the sides of its face, you could see puncture wounds from uh, where it had been gripped by its head as the cougar held onto it and um, suffocated it and ripped out its throat. The other thing that was interesting is uh, it was a young bull, it was a spike, and both of the spikes had been broken off. They weren't there. So I don't know. If it happened during the struggle? Did it happen before? We just couldn't find them. And it's not like we had to search a very big area. The area that we searched for the drag marks of this thing was only about three yards wide. So uh, more than likely, the biologist believes that it was taken in its bed, and that's where it was killed. Uh, We both believed that it was a cougar kill, but he still wanted to take a few samples. So uh, the femur on the hind had been all the way cleaned up and exposed. And so he grabbed the femur, we cracked it open. He cracked it open with a giant rock and the marrow was just white and that butter look to it. So it was a healthy yearling that had just been killed by a cougar. What is interesting for me is uh, in episode 181, we talk about the annual elk survival in a multiple carnivore system and how mountain lions are, in in that area that they were done, are by far the biggest predator. Now, the area that I live in, in the Intermountain West, we basically have coyotes, uh, mountain lions, black bears. We don't have any wolves here. And so uh, it was just really interesting after going through yesterday's reading and how cougars uh, are targeting these elk calves and then to come in on a yearling that was very clearly a calf. The other thing that was interesting is that the ground around the stomach contents was very moist and there was some pooling of liquid from the stomach contents. The other thing is, the stomach contents themselves were very moist. Hadn't dried out like you would see if you had left it for a couple hours. And the thought process there is that we most likely pushed the cougar off the kill when we drove into the area. Uh, He went down and grabbed a trail cam and I walked around the area you know, 50, 80 yards looking up into the trees trying to see if I could identify where the cougar might be. The ground was very hard and uh, I'm not skilled at tracking, tracking, so I was unable to locate the cougar. But uh, he did set up a trail cam that uh, we're hoping that we didn't disturb the area too much and that the cougar will come back to the kill. Doing a little more uh, reading today after this, after dealing uh, and reading that paper of the annual elk calf survival in a multiple predator system, I then went on to look up like what are what are kill rates or predation rates for cougars, and in Wyoming and Montana they did a study. Now it didn't involve uh, cougars. There, It didn't involve elk in this situation. They had a, a mule deer, and another deer, most likely uh, whitetail, but they also had a lot of bighorn sheep and then possible elk. So they did, didn't really say for sure uh, that there was no elk in this study, but what they did come up with is uh, the estimated rates or predation rates, and the total number of days between kills. There was a female that they had monitored for over 416 days, put out 2,000 different GPS locations, had, they believed, a total number of 67 kills in that 416 days, which came out to an average rate of 5.95 days, Uh, between predation events. So roughly every six days, uh, this female was killing him. And then uh, they had a male that they monitored for 400 days. They had over 2,400 GPS locations. And they only had a a total number of 38 kills. And it averaged almost 10 days between kills. But uh, the average was somewhere between six and seven days between kills, and so that's a lot of events. So you're looking at a total of, you know, just a little, a li- roughly one kill per week, somewhere around that. So it was just a it was just an interesting day uh, between doing yesterday's podcast episode where we looked at actual elk calf survival um based upon the predators in their areas and then today to come in on a cougar kill. Uh, After we set up the camera, we left the area and we started our way back down and while we were classifying we just weren't seeing the numbers that we thought we would. We ended up seeing three, uh, I wouldn't call them raghorns, but they were three bull elk, uh, probably two, three, maybe four years old, I wouldn't say four, but two or three. And then we ended up seeing three cows, three calves, not a single mule deer. So these numbers are actually really low for the biologist in that area. Uh, we know there's animals in there. They have collared quite a few elk, and the collars show they were in there. But the aspens uh, and the pines, they were so thick, and it was almost it was 65, almost 70 degrees this morning. So it may have been a little warmer, and that's why they moved into those. Deep thick pines or those aspen areas uh, before we can see them. But it was so difficult to spot anything because it was so thick in that area. But all in all, I had a really enjoyable day. It was a good. It was fun to be able to come in to a situation like that, watch how biologists uh, assess the situation and the different uh, things they're taking. Uh, as far as sample-wise and and what they're looking for and the information they're hoping to gain. Uh, Hopefully, I'll be able to see some pictures in uh, in the next seven or so days, and we'll see what was coming into it. The other thing that was interesting about this uh, cougar predation rate is they had in a lot of the instances after a cougar would come in and kill something, they had black bears that would also then come in. And so it'll be interesting to see, because there are black bears in the area, it'll be interesting to see how many, uh, or if any, black bears will come in and whether this cougar will come back and visit. All right, you guys, have a great day. Stay wild.